Theater of Heels, Chapter 20, Truce. What are you doing here? Block, rounded on Weatherman, as Spearhawk and Sleek took up his flanks. Erica's eyes darted about, as they had already completely forgotten about her in that moment. Weatherman held up his hands. I only came here to talk. A peace is of the nature of a conquest, for then both parties nobly are subdued, and neither party loser. Sleek snarled. Enough of your prattle, windbag. The only thing you're going to be doing is sucking your meals through a straw. Weatherman arched an eyebrow. Please heed my professional advice. Subdue your dramatics. It plays a little too rough on the ear. You should know that I did not come here to fight. I came here to discuss young Miss Belfry's future. Erica's eyes bulged as she thought. Are they about to break into a fight right here because of me? Erica found her voice. How does everyone know my name? Weatherman smirked at her. It's called the internet, my dear. Gobs of reporters would have known everything there is to know about you if I hadn't already taken steps on your behalf. Steps? asked Erica. We're not discussing anything with you, Block told him flatly. Both you and Miss Belfry are leaving in our custody now! Actually, I wish to discuss the possibility of a contract with Miss Belfry. They all froze. Block lowered his fist. What? Spearhawk lowered his spear and frowned at her. Sleek ground her teeth, but kept her forearm cannon trained on Weatherman. She growled, You don't get to decide that! Weatherman smiled at them smugly. Erica looked from them to Weatherman and back. Her breath came rapidly. Contract? What's going on? Why aren't they fighting? Block nodded to the ancillary staff. Quiet! They will hear you! Weatherman's cat-like grin grew wider. My dear Block, they haven't heard a word since just before I arrived. He calmly gestured towards the room behind him. They all looked around. Everyone save the superheroes, Weatherman, and Erica had stopped moving. They're still breathing, but frozen mid-task. Mr. Davis was paused in the act of wiping his bloody forehead, blood dripping over his forearm. One of the other technicians was frozen in the middle of standing from his chair, while another was stuck mid-stride. Her stepping foot hovered inches from the ground. Erica gaped. What happened to them? Why are they all frozen in place? Spearhawk took a steady in breath and took a defensive position in front of Erica. Block stood up to his full height and looked around warily. No! shouted Sleek. She stamped her foot, then she stepped forward and kicked one of the melted training robots, causing it to fly across the warehouse where it banged into the suspended aircraft between two frozen technicians. Erica stared at the dent the robot made and started to shake. Spearhawk said, Whoa, sleep, calm down. She whirled on him, and Erica flinched behind him. Don't tell me to calm down, Spearhawk. You're not the one she... Erica let out a squeak as Sleek jabbed a finger at her. May look like a fool today. Enough! Block boomed. It's done. This matter is already taken out of our hands. Erica stared at Cape's core leader. Taken out of their hands? Who had that kind of authority? Weatherman nodded. His small smile remained fixed. You are correct. I have already taken the liberty to contact the publicist. Publicist? 
We thought Mr. Stewart's idea had some merit, said a new voice. Erica whirled around with a shriek. Block turned, balling his fist. Spearhawk raised his spear again, and Sleek aimed her forearm cannon. They stared at the newcomer, who literally just appeared in front of them. He was dressed in a dark, well-cut business suit and a pair of dark shades. Spearhawk looked back at her worried. Block lowered his fist. If he felt any discomfort at their aggressive stances, the newcomer didn't show it. He glanced at his wristwatch. All of you, come with me now. We'll discuss this further in the offices. Without any further prompting, he started for the door. The trio of capes looked at each other and then followed. Erica stared. Apparently, none of them were concerned about leaving their backs exposed to their known enemy. For his part, Weatherman refrained from attacking them. Who is this guy? How does he have the authority to order around superheroes and unrepentant supervillains alike? The businessman glanced at his watch, then looked back at Erica. Come along, Miss Belfry. This concerns you most of all. Weatherman looked at her kindly. You better do as he says, princess. It's for the best. Erica had her doubts, but not seeing any other alternatives, she followed behind. The main corridor was clear and eerily quiet. Erica stared around at the empty corridor. She'd been there several times before, multiple times on a sanctioned tour, once during her interview, and today when she rushed in. And all those times, this hallway was a throng of activity. Now, it was completely bare. As they passed an open soda machine with an unattended soda stalker's cart in front of it, she asked, Where is everyone? Where are we going? You'll find out soon enough. Weatherman told her. No talking! The businessman snapped. Erica clamped her mouth shut. Weatherman gave her an encouraging nod and patted her on the shoulder. I'm being comforted by a supervillain. Can this day get any weirder? They stopped in front of a wall with the Cape's Court slogan hanging from it. The Cape's Court. Serving. Protecting. Inspiring. From an invisible seam, the wall slid open between the words Cape's and Court to reveal a small chrome room with a glowing grid on the floor and ceiling. The businessman stepped inside, but held up his hand when Block, Sleek, and Spearhawk made to follow. I only need Miss Belfry and Mr. Stewart from this point on. Then why did you have us follow you out here in the first place? Sleek snapped. Not that I need to explain myself to you, retorted the businessman, looking at his watch. But your elk needed to leave the technician's bay so that my people can repair the mess you specifically created in there. Slick's face contorted with rage. You better not be doing what I think you're doing. The businessman squared his shoulders and regarded Sleek. Miss Sleek, my associates and I neither want nor need your input. We will entertain any merit-worthy pitch, regardless of its source. Sleek scowled, but didn't look away. Spearhawk placed a hand on her shoulder. Come on, Sleek. Don't do this. She shrugged off his hand. Don't tell me how to react. You didn't lose over 20 fame points from your caper with a wannabe and a third-rate villain today. Sparehawk let his hand drop. Sleek turned back to the businessman. Fine. Do whatever you want. If you do go through with this idiotic idea, then I want a rematch. Rematch? What does that mean? Erica looked at Weatherman, who tilted his head as he mulled over her words. 
The businessman considered Sleek's demand, then nodded. Done. We'll be in touch. A dark smile creased Sleek's lips. You do that. Come along, you two, the businessman said. I have many other trivial matters to attend to after I'm finished with you. They stepped inside the elevator, and as the door slid closed, Sleek regarded Erica with a malicious smile. See you later. Weatherman's smile broadened as well. When the door closed between them, he regarded Erica warmly. My dear, I believe you and I are going to get along quite famously. Erica looked at him startled. Get along? Why? Mr. Stewart, don't say anything else until she signed a contract, snapped the businessman. Contract? Why does everybody keep mentioning a contract? Erica asked. The businessman said curtly, You'll learn soon enough. He touched his ear and spoke into an earpiece. Operations, this is Publicist 7, standing by for a pickup with two negotiations. The room flashed with the blinding light, and moments later, they stood on the edge of a huge room. Ever their flair for dramatics, Weatherman waved her forward grandly. Welcome to the maze. The businessman snapped. No talking! Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater Appeals. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. My other podcast, The Skies Embrace, is an epic fantasy that follows the exploits of the crew of the skyship, The Maiden's Arrow, as they navigate the perils of the clouds. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell. <laughs>